0: Alright, hello everybody. Today we are starting something very special. It is part 7 of the book and it is in the perspective of Miranda, Via's old friend. So I'm very interested to get started today and see her point of view. Here we go! This chapter is titled Camp Lies. My parents got divorced the summer before ninth grade. My father was with someone else right away. In fact, but my mother never said so. I think it was the reason they got divorced. After the divorce, I hardly ever saw my father, and my mother acted stranger than ever. It's not that she was unstable or anything, just really distant, remote. My mother is the kind of person who has a happy face for the rest of the world, but not a lot left over for me. She's never talked to me much, not about her feelings or her life. I don't know much about what she was like when she was my age. I don't know much about the things she liked or didn't like. The few times she mentioned her own parents, who I've never met, it was mostly about how she wanted to get far away from them. She never told me why. I asked a few times, but she would pretend she hadn't heard me. I didn't want to go to camp that summer. I had wanted to stay with her, to help her through. But she insisted I go anyway. I figured she wanted the alone time, so I gave it to her. Camp was awful. I hated it. I thought I would never... It would be better being a junior counselor, but it wasn't. No one I knew from the previous year had come back, so I didn't know anyone, not a single person. I'm not even sure why, but I started playing this little make-believe game with the girls at camp. They'd ask me about myself, and I'd make things up. My parents are in Europe, I told them. I live in a huge townhouse on the nicest street in North River Heights. I have a dog named Daisy. Then one day, I blurted out that I had a little brother who's deformed. I have absolutely no idea why I said it. It just seemed like an interesting thing to say. And of course, the reaction I got from the little girls in the bungalow was dramatic. Really? I'm so sorry. That must be tough, etc., etc. I regretted saying this the moment it escaped from my lips. Of course. I felt like such a fake. If Via ever found out, I thought, she'd think I was such a weirdo. And I felt like a weirdo too. But I have to admit, there was a part of me that felt a little titled this lie. I've known Augie since I was six years old. I've watched him grow up. I've played with him. I've watched all six episodes of Star Wars for his sake. So I could talk to him about the aliens and bounty hunters and all of it. I'm the one that gave him the astronaut helmet he wouldn't take off for two years. I mean, I've kind of earned the right to think of him as my brother. And the strangest thing is, that all these lies I told, these fictions, did wonders for my popularity. The other junior counselors heard it from the campers, and they were all over it. Never in my life have I ever been considered one of the popular girls in anything. But that summer in camp, for whatever reason, I was the girl everybody wanted to hang out with. Even the girls in bungalow 32 were totally into me. These were the girls at the top of the food chain. They said they liked my hair, though they changed it. They said they liked the way I did my makeup, though they changed that too. They showed me how to turn my t-shirts into different types of tops. When I got home from camp, I called Ella right away to make plans with her. I didn't know why I didn't call Via. I guess I just didn't feel like talking about stuff with her. She would have asked me about my parents, about camp. Ella never really asked me about things. She was an easier friend to have in that way. She wasn't serious like Via. She was just fun. She thought it was cool when I dyed my hair pink. She wanted to hear all about those trips in the woods at camp. I find this chapter really interesting about Miranda because it gives us some insight about why she was acting the way she was with Via on the first day of school. What do you guys think? How does it make sense why she was kind of ignoring Via? Do you think it was because she was feeling awkward about all those lies she told? Now, I know it's not good to tell lies. I have a feeling that Miranda was telling lies because she was having such a hard time at home. Although I think it would be better for her to tell the truth. Now I'm starting to understand why her and Via had this falling out as a friendship. What do you guys think? This chapter is called School. I hardly saw Via at school this year. And when I did, it was awkward. It felt like she was judging me. I knew she didn't like my new look. I knew she didn't like my group of friends. I didn't much like hers. We never actually argued, we just drifted away. Ella and I badmouthed her to each other. She's so this, she's so that. We knew we were being mean, but it was easier to ice her out if we pretended she had done something to us. The truth is, she hadn't changed at all. We had. We'd become these other people, and she was still the person she'd always been. And that annoyed me so much, and I didn't know why. Once in a while, I'd look to see where she was sitting in the lunchroom, or check the elective list to see what she'd signed up for. But except for a few nods in the hallway and an occasional hello, we never really spoke to each other. I noticed Justin about halfway through the school year. I hadn't noticed him at all before then other than that I thought he was this skinny dude with thick glasses and longish hair who carried a violin everywhere. Then one day, I saw him from the school with Via. So Via has a boyfriend? I said to Ella, kind of mocking. I didn't know why it surprised me. Out of the three of us, she'd been the prettiest. Blue eyes and long, wavy, dark hair. But she never acted like she was interested in boys. She acted too smart for that kind of stuff. I, was planning on, I wasn't planning on—I was planning on taking theater at first and then I saw Via's name on the sign-up sheet and I just wrote my name down on the other list I don't even know why we managed to avoid one another throughout most of the semester like we didn't even know each other then one day I got to theater class a little early and Davenport asked me to run off additional copies of the play he was planning on having us do for the spring production The Elephant Man I had heard about it but I didn't really know what it was about. So I started skimming through the pages while I was waiting for a Xerox machine. It was about a man who lived more than a hundred years ago named John Merrick, who was terribly deformed. We can't do this play, Mr. D. I told him when I got back to class and I told him why my little brother has a dearth birth defect and he has a deformed face and this play would hit too close to home. He seemed annoyed and a little unsympathetic, but kind of said that my parents would have a real issue with the school doing this play. So anyway, he ended up switching to Our Town. I think I went for the role of Emily Gibbs because I knew Via was going for it too. It never occurred to me that I'd beat her for the role. Here is our last chapter for today, What I miss the Most. One of the things I miss the most about Via's friendship is her family. I loved her mom and dad. They were always so welcoming and nice to me. I knew they loved their kids more than anything. I always felt safe around them, safer than anywhere else in the world. How pathetic that I felt safer in someone else's house than my own, right? And of course, I loved Augie. I was never afraid of him, even when I was little. I had friends that couldn't believe I'd ever go to Via's house. His face creeps me out, they'd say, or I'd say, you're mean, I'd tell them. Augie's face isn't so bad once you get used to it. I called Via's house once just to say hello to Augie. Maybe part of me was hoping Via would answer. I don't know. Hey, Major Tom, I said, using my nickname for him. Miranda! He sounded so happy to hear my voice, it actually kind of took me by surprise. I'm going to a regular school now, he told me excitedly. Really? Wow, I said, totally shocked. I guess I never thought he'd go to a regular school. His parents have always been so protective of him. I guess I thought he'd always be the little kid in the astronaut helmet I gave him. Talking to him, I could tell he had no idea that Via and I weren't close anymore. It's different in high school, I explained to him. You end up hanging out with loads of different people. I have some friends in my new school, he told me, a kid named Jack and a girl named Summer. That's awesome, Augie, I said. Well, I was just calling to tell you I miss you, and I hope you're having a good year. Feel free to call me whenever you want. Okay, Augie? You know I love you always. I love you too, Miranda. Say hi to Via for me. Tell her I miss her. I will. Bye. Bye. Those were the first three chapters in Miranda's perspective. It's interesting hearing about how her friendship is with Via and how she's feeling awkward and she admits that she's being a little bit mean as well. It seems like she's going through a really hard time, and she's taking it out on Via, even though she really misses her family and she misses Auggie. I'm interested to see how the next chapters go with the play and her perspective. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Goodbye!